Hello, and welcome back to the spoiler cast. The show where we talk about movies, old and new, and we don't care about spoiling them because it's, well, it's the spoiler cast. You have been warned. Uh, my name is Tobias, and with me, as always, is my sister and trusty co-host, uh, Rebecca. Hello. Hello. And in today's episode, we're talking about another fairly new movie. Um, it came out a little while ago in Sweden, but we didn't really get the chance to watch it before now. And yeah. it was one we were very, very anticipated to watch. Or it, it was very, it was very anticipated. We were very excited to watch. We were very excited. We were <laughs> anticipating to watch this a yes. lot. Um, it's David Lowry's The Green Knight. And today we will discuss it. There seems to be a uh, earthquake cat. going on in your camera. <laughs> it's the cat. It's I the cat. Right. You just attacked my uh, computer. <laughs> yeah. Well, a perfect opportunity to mention that if you're listening to this on podcast, or on podcast, on Spotify or, or uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts or any of the major podcast platforms where you can find us, you can also find us on YouTube where you can watch us. Um, every Thursday. Yes. Um, and if you want even more spoiler cast, we are of course available with an extra episode every week on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Three bucks a month, you get that extra episode. You get early access to the other podcast called Madness in the Method. You get commentary tracks, exclusive videos, early access to videos. So many things for just three bucks a month. So please check us out there as well. Help support the podcast and the channel. But anyway, let's move on to our discussion of The Green Knight. Um, first and foremost, uh, had you seen any of his other movies? He only made one before, right? Um, no, he's actually... No, wait, that's editor. Uh, yeah, yeah, director, I'm as right? a director, yeah. He's done a few, but most of them oh. are like TV shows or like shorts. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking like just purely director. Oh, right, he made Pete's Dragon. No, he's An done Old Man and the Gun. Oh, I forgot others. about those two. I haven't watched those two. Ain't Them um, Bodies Saints. I don't know what yes, that is. Yeah, that, that's true. Ain't Them Bodies Saints... And a ghost story. Those the one. Those the one, the two that I think of. Um, yeah, I don't think I've seen any of his previous works. Yeah, he's done a lot of shorts, but the ones I'm primarily thinking of are "Ain't Them Body Saints" or "A Texas Love Story," as it's called in Sweden for oh. some reason. Um, I mean, it's easier to, I guess, understand in Swedish than "Ain't Them Body Saints," but. <laughs> it's also a pretty generic title. Sure, it's a love story in Texas, but uh, sure, what's it about? <laughs> you know, uh, but that's a pretty good movie. And then in 2017, he made a ghost story, which I thought was one of the best, if not the best, movie that year. Um, and that's kind of why I've been anticipating um, the Green Knight. I completely missed that he made Pete's Dragon and Old Man and the Gun, though. Um, well, he made Pete's Dragon technically before a ghost story. That's why I didn't know about it. Yeah. Um, I guess it's a, uh, that's a... That's that's another one of Disney's weird moves. It took this guy who had basically made one one movie before this. Um, 
and just said, "You you can make um, you can make a a, a big budget uh, remake of our Peach Dragon, right?" And he's like, <laughs> "Sure." And what happened with that movie? No one saw it. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, I don't think one. he's he's not meant to make movies like that, like mainstream movies. If you look at what movies he made uh, otherwise. Yeah, no, um, probably I, not. Yeah, I haven't seen Old Man and the Gun. Um, I, I wanted to see it when it was new, but I never did. Just one of those movies that fell fell through the cracks. Uh, but now I might go back and watch it, because it's it's David Laurie. But we're not talking about that. We're talking no. about The Green Knight, his next big project. Yes. Uh, based on... Um, Sir Gawain, or Gawain, as they said, and the Green Knight, the old, uh, uh, the old, uh, Arthurian poem. Yeah. From, what was it? The, the, the one, like, surviving copy is from, like, 1490-something. Um, 14th century something. Yeah. And the author is technically anonymous. They don't really know who did it. Yeah, it's the it's the Gawain poet they call him. Or the pearl poet. Or the pearl poet, yeah, cuz there's a another, another religious yeah. uh, like poem within the text. Um and um I I I found yeah, cuz we watched the movie yesterday. Yes. Um last night. And on, on my way home from the cinema I did find a a um I think a, a penguin edition of the the Green Knight or the Sir Gawain and the and the Green Knight. Um, Which I don't know if it was version? like because apparently J.R.R. Tolkien has released a version. Yeah, th- this this was supposed to be based on that one surviving copy because it was written in the same kind of prose. Okay, where it was um, I don't remember what it's called, but it, it every every every. Uh. Um, um, alternative every, every, revival yes yes i think that's it and every every page so to speak ended with an with a classic rhyme yeah um bob and bob and wheel someone yeah. has mentioned which i thought was a boxing term but i guess it's a poetic term as well <laughs> it could be both you know um and um and i thought hey it's only 159 pages i can read that till tomorrow but alas Life got in the way, so I read about half. <laughs> okay, so I, I got some of it at least. Um, I will talk more about similarities later because I've read about the thing. Yeah, I've read um, about it. Bit I've of... listened to a few like recaps and explanations on YouTube. I tried okay. to listen to a full discussion by a teacher, but I couldn't focus for that long because <laughs> it was like an hour and a half or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, okay, um, I get it. Shut up. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Um, right, but let's 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 talk a little bit about uh, the, movie. the movie. Yeah, um, what is the movie about? Um, do you okay, want to start off by saying how? What did you think of it? You know, um, the classic yeah, well, we first question. Okay. Um, uh, well, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. In total, uh, like it, in general, yeah, it hurts to say that because. Uh, I usually like stuff like this, and I <laughs> did not very much enjoy it, unfortunately. You did look a bit bored at, from time to time. Yeah, we'll get into that later. <laughs> but um, what did you what did you think of it? I found it visually very beautiful and oh, oh, at sure. points exciting, but all in all, very confusing. Yes. So, uh, I mean, it lost points for being very 
almost pretentious and too confusing. Yes. Um, pretentious. We've discussed this before. I like pretentious stuff when it has a point. Yes. But when it's just pretentious to be pretentious, that's when you lose me. Yeah. And this movie, at least, like we said, we've only we watched it yesterday, um, and we haven't we haven't done too much research into it. But it feels like a lot of the stuff going on in the middle is just pretentious to be pretentious. Yeah. Especially so, um, when you start looking at the story and like, does this yeah, even what the, have a point at all? Yeah. Like. Even yeah, what the the interpretation is of the original text and yeah. what, what scholars and historians have like devised from reading it over and over again. Yeah, and then reading what some people thought of the movie and basing that on what I, what I thought the movie was about, it just feels like, oh, really? You needed to tell a, an epic fantasy story for that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. And 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 one that is that this cryptic as well, like that's so unnecessary. <laughs> And I mean, but they must have put a lot of money into it as well. I I haven't looked into the budget as usual. It should be sometimes it's on IMDb. Let me look. Um, no, I can only see the box office, which was I mean for for coming out in the middle of of the pandemic still. Um, it's made sixteen million worldwide for a movie like this. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> <sighs> But I can't see the budget. Let's no. S- uh. But uh, why don't you tell us uh, what 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 was the movie about, like the plot? Well, <laughs> <laughs> like what is the actual story about? Not what the movie is about. Uh, no, but like the story is about proving yourself worthy, I guess. No. No, what? No, Isn't yeah, that what that's he's what it's to about. Do in the movie? But what is the story? No, yeah, but what is the what is what is the story? Oh, the story is about <laughs> certain no well, Gawain or however you want to pronounce his name. Yeah, uh, yeah there was a couple of different. There was yeah, Gawain. Sounded like to say Garwin. Garwin. Yeah, I don't know if that's oh, an whatever. accent. Um, prove wanting to become a knight, basically, and he. Steps up and accepts a challenge from this green knight. Yeah. Uh, which ends up being uh, like. Okay, so here, here I'll, I'll I would, I would say it without spoiling too much. <laughs> but it's a spoiler <laughs> yeah, cast. That's true, that's true. And they they give you the whole story in the in the trailer, and it's like the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, Gawain uh, takes on the challenge uh, the given knight. by the green knight. And says that if you can land a blow on me, you can have my axe and all the glory and riches that it like uh, uh, um, brings with it. Yeah. But one year from now, which is a detail that changed from the from the story, which I didn't like. It's one year and one day, or whatever. Mm, yeah. Well. It's twelve months and a day. Uh, anyway, uh, one year from now, um, you wh- whoever you know strikes strikes the Green Knight must look look him up in the Green Chapel. And allow him to strike you back. That's it. Well, That's basically the they story. They say something about like um, something about specifically being the same blow or something. Well, yeah, whether whether it be a nick or a cut, it will be given like given back um, uh, the same way. Yeah, not like not like tenfold or anything. No. Um, Gawain then 
uh, I guess not taking the um, the uh, the the game as they call it. It's, it's a game he proposes, the Green Knight. Um, he doesn't take it seriously, I suppose. So no. when the Green Knight just kneels and like shows his neck to him, he just okay and cuts his head off. The Green Knight then stands up and says, "One year," <laughs> and rides away. You're like, why didn't you just why didn't you just nick him? Why didn't you just like Cause he wanted chop to... a finger off? No, with something, you know. He wanted to look cool, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So then the 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 entire middle of the movie or the rest of the movie basically, except for the last ten minutes, <laughs> yeah. is is uh, Gawain's journey from um, I guess Camelot yeah. to uh, the Green Chapel, which is supposed to be like six days north. Um, yeah. And and all the things because they skip the entire the year where he's supposed to like yeah. reap the benefits of that axe. Yeah, it's it's basically like a five minute, a five or ten minute montage. Yeah, where he does the same things he did before, which is drinking um, and hanging out pouring. in the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he gets his portrait uh, painted, but he doesn't get yeah. knighted until the time f- with when he has to leave, right? Yes, or which... it's sometime. Sometimes no wait it's wrong. when he comes back isn't it and the first oh, yeah, version of him coming back yeah. so he doesn't even like get to become a knight because of he because of the his deed um he gets to become no, he, a knight when he comes back proving that he's fulfilled his yes, promise i suppose yes. which just to be pointed out according to the all the wikipedias and stuff he was a knight before the Green Knight yes. came in. Gawain so was. I don't get why they knight. had to change that detail. Yeah. What, um, what was the point of changing I, I, that? I'm I'm thinking it's easier to for people to understand like why he does it if it's to become a knight. But I then guess. the rest of the movie is so vague. So it's just like that doesn't help. No. <laughs> he could have might as well been a knight before. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I mean, it's the only. He has he uses that as a reason for certain things. Oh, but I'm not a knight yet. Yeah. But still, um, you could have just like rewritten, like lied or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. What was I gonna say? I um, found one note of the budget. Oh, okay. It's it's Wikipedia, so we don't know if it's true. Well, but it says fifteen million. That could very well be. I mean, a lot of it, um, a lot of it was CGI, yes, um, which definitely uh, makes it cheaper. Um, but it was used in a way that you didn't notice it, and there was a lot of physical effects as well. Sure. Um, so they just blend like all the shots of the giant castles are obviously CGI because they didn't yeah. build that. <laughs> um, and, and a lot of those castles don't exist in real life. Um, but uh, but but st- uh, even though a lot of it was CGI, it, it it was used sparingly, and there wasn't like a lot of like there was no like CGI creatures except for one. Well, no, oh, yeah, one. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Um, two, I'd say. Which well, one? You have the fox. The fox, yeah. There's a fox following him for some time in the and movie. Then that's the purely CGI. Pale giants. I'm pretty sure that was actors. If you looked at their skin, it looked like they had real skin with real makeup on. Yeah, maybe. And they were just filmed against a uh, green screen. Yeah, perhaps. The, they could be uh, CGI towards the back, as there were so many of them. Mm, yeah. Or they could have just filmed a bunch of different actors and just copied them, you know. Yeah, I guess. Um, I guess. 
Yeah. But um, yeah, so so a year passes. He doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Um, then it's time for him to leave. And on the way, he does. He meets three different groups of people, basically. Uh, yeah. If you don't count the giants. If you don't count, ca- well, you shouldn't count the giants because it's a very strange encounter and part in general. Yeah. So the first thing that happens is he comes to a battlefield, which when I when I first saw that and I heard and he meets a person there, um, who we later find out was called Gring- Gringlot. Uh, yeah, Gringlot. Because he says he says he's he's uh, Gawain says his name once, but we but never hear when he is told his name. So I'm not I don't so know. Sh- I'm not entirely sure that that is him calling out for the the dude. I think that might be the horse's name. Oh, that's the horse. <laughs> okay, because because um, the dude is actually just uh, oh scavenger. scavenger. Yeah, yeah. He's played oh. by by Barry. Keoghan? Keoghan? I'm not sure how to say his name. I wouldn't uh, even it's, try. <laughs> it's the guy from uh, Dunkirk and uh, To Kill a Sacred Deer and uh, some other movies. Yeah. Very, very good actor. Um, yes. I'm glad to... And he... Uh, up until that point in the movie, um, he was by far the best actor in the movie. Like, everyone else was kind of, you know, kind of deadpan, kind of mm-hmm. uh, supposed to be very stiff. <laughs> For the, the most part. The we'll get to... <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 face palming a little bit because there's so many things like before we get to, the, but we I, well let's get through the story first and then we'll nitpick later. Yes. Um. Everyone, yeah, everyone was kind of stiff and deadpan, but they were kind of supposed to be. Yeah. It, except for the scenes where they where they aren't. So you know, tone is not consistent in the beginning. It's not no. really throughout the movie. Yes. Um. But anyway, so when Barry Barry Keown shows up, he's all natural, and there's just one long take where he has a bunch of di- dialogue. It's amazing. He is great as always. It was so much fun to see him. Um, but he, yeah, he and his uh, two friends um, capture Gawain and steal his stuff. Yeah. Um, and then they're not in the movie anymore until one second. Uh, a lot later in the movie, you see you see the scavenger again. Um, so very uh, early in the movie, he loses his horse. He loses the axe which he got from the Green Knight. Um, his sword, all the money, all the food, yeah, clothes. the sword, everything basically, basically, except for his clothes. Well, he loses well, some, some of the clothes. clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, um, and the only reason he survived? No, wait, he got to, he must have his sword. Because he uses oh, yeah, the sword yeah. is left behind, and he uses that to cut cut himself free. That's true. But he never sh- sword is never shown after that, right? No, maybe it's he not. leaves it. But I don't why? remember. The sword is not that important. No, but he doesn't obviously doesn't bring it for some reason. Even though the axe is gone, he and he he still has a long way to go. He doesn't grab a weapon. But okay, whatever. <laughs> um. Maybe he and did, that, he just don't see it, whatever. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. And after that, he keeps on going and walking now, um, and the weather is bad, and he uh, ends up in a house where he meets what he first thinks um, is a ghost, then turns out it's a real lady, who later actually turns out to be a ghost. Yes, Lady Winifred, <laughs> I think it was. Yes, Lady Winifred. Um... 
Um, and she, she, she tells him that a long time ago, uh, her head was severed from her by an angry... Is it a knight, right? Yes. Yeah, a knight who wanted to, to, to lay with her. And when she refused, she he cut her head off and threw it in the pond outside the house. So he dives in to get the head um, and lays it to rest on her bones that were in the bed where he slept before. Yeah. Um, time paradoxes, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a bunch of time stuff in this. But that, that's just like to show that he didn't... It's, it's, it's obviously a haunted house. Um, that's yes. why he, did, he didn't notice the bones when he laid laid down on top of them. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he 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 puts her to rest, and then all of a sudden the axe appears in the in the in the bedroom. So he grabs the axe and continues to walk. Um. And at one point he eats mushrooms, which I thought like, oh, now we're gonna get some trippy shit. Yeah. And we got a little bit... I mean, the movie had been kind of trippy before that with colors and and sound and uh, just the feeling in general. But after he ate the mushrooms, um, he saw some moss growing in his hand. Mm-hmm. And yes. then I guess maybe the giants were a hallucination because yeah. he meets the giants the morning after. I'm thinking it might be. Uh, oh, yeah, and he hallucinates the green knight when it's actually a tree. Yes. That's about it, though. Um, then he keeps walking. He sees the giants. And they do nothing with the giants. I don't understand the giants. They had they no point. They, they yeah. don't understand him. They don't speak human. But they mimic the fox. They mimic and... the fox. And the fox seems to be scared of them. Because they do reach out um, to lend him, lend him a hand, so to speak. Because he asks if he can ride on their shoulders. Because yeah. they're going in the same direction he is. Um, so th- one of them reaches out their hand and the fox is like, Row, no, no, no. You're like, why? And then we uh. find out later in the movie that the fox is kind of, kind of a protector, sort of. Yeah. I, I even might think it's his mother, but I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. So then he keeps walking. He's super tired. And then he, one stormy night, he gets to a castle. Yes. And in the castle are... Um, uh, uh, a lord, I suppose. A I lord and a his knight. lady. A lord and his lady, and the lady looks just like the whore he's in love with back in right. uh, Camelot. It's was played by Alicia Vikander. Vikander, um, Alicia Vikander. But she's from Gothenburg, right? So that is what Alicia. Well, Alicia yeah, Vikander. but it's, it's just Swedish. That's what I'm <laughs> trying to say. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Alicia Vikander. The way she says it when she has to explain it in, in talk shows yeah. is always Alicia Vikander. Yeah, general Swedish, yeah. so to speak. Alicia Vikander. Anyway, anyway, we we did this whole bit when we did uh, this uh, uh, ex machina as well. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I didn't know she was in the movie though. I I was surprised when I saw her because I had oh, okay. not picked that up uh, yet. I heard she was in it, but I don't think she's much in the trailers. No. Um, anyway, um, this version of her, though, of course, she has different hair and she's dressed like a lady. Lady, a lady. whatever. I don't. I think she's, she's called only, Lady. She's only credited as, at least on IMDb, she's only credited as Essel. And that's yes. the uh, the whore. And or the Lady of the Night. But the Lord is only the Lord, so. The Lord, yeah. A I lot of she's yeah. just. King Arthur is just the king. Yeah. Um, his uh, Gawain's mother is just mother, even though that's supposed to be Arthur's sister 
Morgan, right? Yeah, half sister Morgan. Yeah. The queen is just the queen, even queen, though she yeah. also has a name. I don't remember it at the moment. Uh, is it Guinevere? Yeah, or Quinn. I think it's Guinevere. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, n- nobody really has a name except for. Uh, uh, Gawain, Essel, and someone named Helen? Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Anais Rizzo. I think she's one of the sisters that could, the mother. Could be, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and of course, um, uh, Lady Winifred, the ghost. Yeah. Because um, uh, she's. They, actually. They just, she, her name is one of the chapter names. Anyway. And she says her name, I think? Whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um, right, so she, he gets to this castle where he meets this mysterious lady and the lord. Um, they're very, they're very um, inviting. They, they've heard all about the brave, uh, brave knight Gawain and his battle with the Green Knight. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's also kind of a thing. The, the story about how he defeated the Green Knight a year earlier has been greatly exaggerated. Oh yes. Because um, they, 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 they talk in the, in the, in the taverns when he is drinking. They talk about ooh the brave Gawain who fought the Green Knight. And he's like, I didn't do much. <laughs> didn't really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so they, they invite him in, and they're, like I said, they're very inviting. Um, and he is, of course, very, very interested in this lady, since she looks exactly like Essel. Yeah, he's a bit confused as well at first. Yeah, yeah. Like, is, should is, be. is it her or whatever? Yeah. And uh, he stays there for a couple of days because I think the it's Lord, supposed to be three yeah the lord mentions that oh the green chaplet's just a day's travel that way yeah um so he he rests up there and and the lord goes out hunting every day uh to bring ba- bring back some nice uh, uh, uh game for yeah. um for, for uh for Gawain for he wants to give him the best meat so he's the best beasts strong and can fight off the green. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say and green giant, green knight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he'll bring back the finest canned corn and broccoli. <laughs> so you can fight the jolly green giant. Yeah, no, the green knight. Green knight. Ooh, green knight canned corn. Ooh, maybe. Oh, that should have been a promotion. They, should, they could have. They could have even. They couldn't have even uh, done some product placement in the movie. And you're asking me, how could they have canned corn in the yeah. middle of the movie? Well, not really. But they could say he f- he fought this great green giant. And he's like, actually, he was a knight. Oh, yeah. sure, a green knight. <laughs> you know, could have a painting. That looks just like the green giant. <laughs> yeah, they paint him, and he looks like the ha the yeah. green giant. And he's like, no, 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 not like that. <laughs> Why not? And then they could I have was... sold cans of corn with the green knight on it instead, instead of, of the green, green giant. giant as yeah. a promotion thing. Why? <laughs> I I'm 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 not against ad ad product placement and stuff. I mean, that's how you pay for stuff. Yeah, um, but, it... but I, you should try to avoid it as much as possible. But Especially it would be, be like this, <laughs> but yeah, but it would be so funny if they did that. Um, please, the internet, can someone make a uh, a a fake advertisement for the Jolly Green Knight canned corn, please? The green Green Knights crossover to Green Giant. <laughs> yes, or yes. Opposite, if you want to put the Green Giant in the movie, that would. Oh be my fun god, too. they even had giants in the movie. There could have been one <gasps> far in the back who was just green and said, stood like this. Yeah, yeah, the classic pose. 
Anyway. That would have been a meme, though. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then they could have had a $25 million budget instead of 15 <laughs> Yeah. Not that they needed it, to be honest. I'm not sure that would have helped, though, yeah. Because nah. the problem with this movie is not the budget. It's Definitely uh, not. The script. Anyway. Yes. Um, so back so, to the yeah, story. He, he's at the castle. <laughs> he's at the castle. Um, and the lady shows him a bunch of wondrous things. She has so a lot of books. Some she's even written by herself. Yeah. She takes his portrait, but not by painting it, by... Picture some sort of someone? early photography because she she exposes um a a, sh- a sheet of paper to light yeah she puts something on a canvas that looks like just water but it's probably not and no, then yeah it's some sort of uh um can you chem- use when you expose uh, uh chemical you, of some uh, sort yeah ex- exactly and I then I, I haven't done that since high school so i don't remember then, what it's called then through light yeah specifically just as you- Pointed at the painting. I don't know where he's, but whatever. It catches his image. Well, no, he's in that room, and she, 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 um, the room with all the lights where he's standing, and then there is a a small like pin-sized hole in the wall that all this light goes through and hits the 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 canvas. But how does it's how how you took pictures back in the day? How how does the light catch him? Well, Magic. you know, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> they're taking it's they're taking photographs magic. in the Arthurian age, so I don't know. It's it's, it's a little bit of magic. I mean, it's also just to show that um we, I, I think that's just supposed to be like like the same Thor, like what what you call magic, we call technology. Yeah. That, well, that yeah. if you if you'd shown one so, shown someone even in like 1800s kind of camera back then, they would have said, "Oh, witchcraft! Yes, magic." Also, so, I think you're supposed to get the feeling that there's something extraordinary about this place. Yes, she she knows a bunch of stuff. She yeah. knows magic, even, even though it's just exposing light to light sensitive paper. But you know, you know, yeah, it's yeah, magic, whatever. Um, so he's very intrigued by this, and then um. Um, it's suddenly hinted at by the Lord, because um, he says, I- "I'll I'll give you you can you can have anything in here uh, of mine as long as you stay here. You know you're welcome yeah. to anything as long as you give me something back." And he's the like, "There's nothing. You, something you find that isn't mine in here. Yeah, you should give to me, basically." Yeah. And he's like, well, what, well I, I, don't, I don't know. What What's in here that? isn't yours? Exactly. He's like, oh, well, this is a strange place. Many rooms. Many and, strange items. And yeah, and it's after that that the lady um, proposes they have uh, sexy times. Intercourse. Intercourse, yes. <laughs> um, Which, when watching the movie, was just weird. It was weird. After um, reading all the stories, I kind of get it. Oh, okay, because I didn't get that far in the story. Um, yeah, it, 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 he 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 basically, uh, well, they have sex, and after that's done, she's like, "Haha, you're not a knight." And then they show. Yeah. Um, he has this. Well, once again, we got to go back as we didn't mention that. <laughs> he has this green belt or sash. Yes. That his mother uh, made for him. Uh, which had a little spell sewn into it. She put a little like a, tr- a protection uh, piece of wood, yeah, yeah, a rune into it. Like as long as you wear this, no harm will come to you. Basically, yeah. um, 
That he loses... is, is obviously lost when the scavengers yeah, they, they take sp- everything. Make a, make a point of showing that they specifically take that sash. Because it's pretty. Yeah. It's very pretty. Um, But then this lady has the same kind of sash or belt. An exact copy. An exact copy with another spell sewn into it, she explains. Mm-hmm. That also will protect you Yeah. against all and, harm. Which is so weird. Yep. But anyway, so when they they have sex, and after I guess I guess to sh- to I don't know if that was actually or if it was just a metaphor, but you see his ejaculate on the sash because she was holding it while they were yeah. having sex, or he was he was yeah Both she gave of them, it to him. I'm thinking yeah it's in between them somehow yeah and she's like <laughs> you're not a knight and he's like ew and then runs away and the crone is watching them oh we didn't mention the crone oh yeah the old lady with the White clothes and With a, a blindfold. Blindfold, but uh, she's pr- basically a crone, like you know, yeah, wise old lady that sees everything. Yeah, but she never says anything. She just sits there, or stands there. Yeah, and she yeah. was in the room when it happened, of course. Yes, even though they um, didn't notice it. <laughs> yeah, strange. So strange. Um, so he runs aw- He runs away. Um, and then when he runs through the forest, he finds a a bear that's been speared. I thought it was a boar, a giant boar. Oh, but it's it's ginormous. That has to be a bear. It's bigger than he is. No, but it, it has tusks and hooves. It, it did. Yeah. You only saw the back of it. I think it's it's supposed to be a boar. So. Oh, okay, sure. I'm saying it's a boar. <laughs> 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 anyway, he runs into the Lord, and at first he's like, "Oh shit, he knows, he knows." Because he's yeah. like, "Gawain, stop! Where are you going, basically? Where are you? Yeah, where are you going?" But then, um, then he seems to know. He never, he doesn't say that he knows, but he also seems either he knows like, that something he knows up. something happened. Yeah, and then he kisses him, yep. which we're we weren't like full on like. Uh, smack dab on the lips. Sometimes like a like a peck on the cheek. No, no, no. It's and a first it's like, kiss. oh, is that what he wanted? He's gay, but I guess that's too literal of a uh, uh, a um. Yes. Uh, what's it called? Interpretation. Whatever. Interpretation. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Again, it's like oh, is he just is he then made... thankful because his wife is now impregnated and he can't do it? Is that I don't know. I I will explain it once you're done with the story because there are okay. so many details that are missing over? from oh, okay. the story completely, okay. which would have explained so much. Okay, yeah, because after that, <laughs> he he pretty quickly gets to, um, the, to green the green chapel. chapel. He, he travels down the river in a canoe that is conveniently laid out for him. Um. And uh, after the when he's st- when he's about to step into the the canoe though the fox speaks all of a sudden and says yes. like no don't go down this way it will mean certain death blah 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 and he's like oh I have to it's the honorable thing to do yeah which and, I, also I don't get it why was the fox all of a sudden speaking why uh, was it warning him when he's wearing a sash sash that's protecting him from all harm. Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll 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 get we'll get to that. Yeah. I, I have maybe a theory, um, half baked theory. Um, <laughs> but anyway, he travels down the the river. Um, he gets to the Green Chapel, 
and he and the Green Knight awakes after a day or two. Yeah, he's which I, about I, I a thought, day early for some reason. Exactly. I was thought that was funny because there was a lot of people behind us, or a lot the people behind us. We were in a small, uh, small sa- sa- saloon uh, theater. Yeah, we were in a small theater, um, and they were like <laughs> laughing because the movie just. Stops, stops for like a couple of minutes while he's waiting for the green knight to wake up. He falls asleep, a day goes by, and then the knight wakes up and he's like, Oh, oh, were you early? Basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then so he says, stupid. Are you ready? And he's like, Sure. Um and then of course he's like, No, no, wait, 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 I'm not ready, I'm not ready. Oh, oh no, wait, 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 I can't do this. No, 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 no. And he runs away. Yes. Uh, he pushes out, runs back. Um, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, hail Gawain, brave Sir Gawain for returning from his travels. Just and notice he's... the fox, when he when the fox warns him before he's getting in the canoe, the fox says, you could just tell them you slain him. You could just tell them oh, yeah. you completed your quest. No yeah. one needs to know because no one's here, which yeah. is what he does. Which is what he does. He yeah. ends up just saying that, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm all good. Everything's fine. Yeah. So he's knighted. Um, he's re- re- rejoined with Essel, um, and she bears his child, which, though, since he's knighted, he can't have a child with a whore, so they take the child away from her. I just don't understand, why doesn't he marry her? But no, he has to make a, a profitable marriage, I guess. Yes, because, yeah, uh, the because uh, soon after he's knighted, Arthur dies, and since he is... Um, the uh, nephew of Arthur, yes. he takes the, the throne since Arthur didn't have any children of his own. Which is also different because I'm pretty sure in... Uh, that was because it's in the beginning of the story. Um, in the original story, he is Arthur's cousin. No, um, so he I'm, should, not, he, I'm not sure. No, no, he says, I am, I am the king's cousin. I am your cousin. Oh. I don't know, maybe they didn't have nephews, the word for nephew, I don't know. Um, but it doesn't make sense, Is Morgan is Arthur's sister. Also, though, they're just half-siblings, so... Uh, I don't it's, know. It's all strange. Yeah. All of anyway. the Arthurian family trees are kind of odd. It's kind of like Greek But wait, 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 no, wait. <laughs> isn't, wait, nephew is the child of your sibling, isn't it? Yes. Isn't that the same as cousin? Because our no. cousins are our parents' children. Or uh, parents' <laughs> siblings' children. Well, yeah, but the children are cousins. We're not cousins with our uncles. Oh, sure, no. Sorry. Because yeah. they're our uncles. Exactly. Uh, and aunts. And aunts. One aunt, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, okay. Yeah, one. <laughs> anyway, I guess that's a detail. Whatever. Um, yeah. But he takes the throne, um, and then of course, yeah, he's married. Um, for probably married, you know, with another, another princess Maybe. from another l- land. So you know the kind of you know marriages they did to like make peace with another country or whatever. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a loveless marriage, but they have a bunch of kids, um, and he slowly grows old. Um. He goes to war, loses his his firstborn, Essel's child, um, in battle. And all this is like a long montage. Um, mm-hmm. And he comes back. No dialogue at all, which is kind no. of cool. I mean, I mean, it's a montage. There shouldn't be any dialogue. Yeah, but it's very long. <laughs> it felt like yeah. there could be dialogue at points. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but then it then it wouldn't feel like a uh, flashback or no. flash forward as it sh- proves to be later. Yeah. Um, yeah, but when he returns, then he's gray, gray, gray in his beard, and he seems battle weary. Um, and the first thing that happens when he returns to a Camelot is someone throws mud at him because he's, I guess, he's a he's not a great a, a king, co- a cowardly king. We don't really know if he lost the battle or the war, but I guess he does since his son died. Yeah, and, and since of course the, castle the is run attacks over. the attacks continue, and eventually they get into his uh, his throne room. Um, where everyone leaves him, and he's the last one in the throne room, and then you see him hold on to his, he holds on to the sash. No harm can he's come been, to him as long as he holds on to it. He's been wearing it his entire life now. Yeah, you even see like the, you see when he has uh, when he has sex with Essel, he has it on. When he's supposed to have consummate sex with his wife, consummate the marriage, she wants to take off his sash, and he's like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, but he takes it off. As the yes. door is busted in. Yeah. And then his head falls off, which yeah. is symbolic, of course, of him being killed. Yes. Because um, then he <gasps> comes to, realizes that this was just him basically st- uh, uh, kneeling in the Green Chapel and realizing that if I don't do this, I will live a life of like dishonor. Yeah. So he takes off the green <laughs> sash and says, now I'm ready. Yeah. And the Green Knight kneels down beside him, puts a finger over his uh, his neck, and says, "Now, off with your head." And then the movie's over. Yeah. So let's talk about the real story, I suppose. Like, okay. what, what the what you don't the... want to interpret? You want to? Yeah, maybe we should do that first. Yeah. So what would you interpret it as? Because I, I I'm having as... a hard time interpreting the movie. Because when I Based watched on... it, I just I, I I what did I say on the when we left? I said it was probably something about honor. Yes, honor or courage or you know yeah. something like that. That's the and only the, thing I could derive from the entire. I'm movie. pretty sure that's I'm pretty sure that's what it's about. Uh, problem is that is that is not uh, like shown really until the very end yes because the only honorable thing he does is taking off the sash and actually accepting accepting his his fate fate the one that he agreed upon yeah um because before that in the movie he is um they they have a little bit of of uh, character uh development because it starts with him waking up in the whorehouse on christmas morning yeah Um, drunk drunk still basically (laughs) yeah and uh, running home, and his mother's like, "Oh, you sting! You you reek of wine." He's like, "Oh, I've been in the I've been in the uh, I've been to mass all night." And she's like, "Oh, so you drank the sacrament then?" <laughs> yeah, she knows where she where he's been. Everyone knows. Um, everyone knows. Yeah, um, especially since he returns home without shoes. Yeah, exactly. In the middle of winter. Uh, yeah, and um, so he he he's basically he's a himbo. Yeah, a, ma- a male bimbo uh, who just does what he wants because he's the king's and uh, the king's nephew. He doesn't have to worry about anything. He lives in the castle. He's fine. Yeah, he'll he'll be fine. Even when the king dies, you know, he's still part of the the royal family. He'll be fine. Um, but of course, then he still wants to prove that he is worthy to be an actual knight. Well, yeah, he wants to become a knight. 
Yeah. And to so, become a knight, you have to prove yourself worthy in many ways, not yeah, just so in you, battle. Yeah, so you can stuff. be knighted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when this uh, when this game is proposed by the Green Knight, who I'm pretty sure was created by Morgan, his mother, in a yes. in a unholy ritual. In what looks like a way to get rid of the king. Because yeah. I feel like the the challenge was towards the king specifically. Yes, but then it feels like that in the book. Um, I never, I don't, I. It, it's not shown at least not early in the book. We don't know if it was Morgan who actually did it, created the Green Knight because he just appears. Like yeah. we don't see the creation of him. Um, but it's definitely he is definitely um, uh, challenging the the king, and the king is like basically ready to go. But he realizes that he is way too frail. So he, he asks old. any of the knights to fight for him. He even says, like, I would leap over this table if yeah, my body that's, that's would what, allow it. Yeah, and that's the movie. My yeah. body won't allow it. Um, so um, Gawain takes this challenge because he thinks, oh, this, this guy will give me his weapon if I just land one blow. This will make me look cool, basically. Yeah. And I'm guessing <laughs> then it's like, well, I... I won't have to let him strike me back if I kill him. Yes. I'm guessing that's... So he wants to take the easy way out. Instead of, like, landing one blow and then letting the Green Knight hit him back, he just... I'll kill him. Yeah. Problem is, he's uh, he's a magic knight, so he, wa- yes. he stands up after having his head cut off, and then he says, one year. <laughs> yeah. Also, though, even after that, it doesn't look like Gawain gets his mistake. He doesn't understand that he has made a mistake. Thank you. And that's the the first... The king does. Sort of. Because Arthur kind of looks at him like, well, you've made your move. Yeah. Good job. (laughs) The the severity of, of cutting the Green Knight's head off doesn't seem to be obvious to anyone like he says whether it be a nick or a cut it will be returned like uh, the same equally yeah so if you cut off his head he's gonna cut your head off yeah and everyone's just acting like oh yes good good fight but it's uh, also just a game apparently so maybe they just interpret like oh it's a game nothing's bad gonna happen from a game yeah but he did cut his head off idiots though Huh? I mean, they're all idiots. They're not scholars. They're knights. They're brutes. Sure. They don't know shit. Sure, but I mean, <laughs> um, the like the like next ten minutes that is the next year going, he doesn't seem to un- to uh, to grasp the severity of what's about to happen. No. No one is like worried. He mean Essel well, is the only one who mentions. His mother's a little worried. Essel mentions like, "Oh, you're gonna you're gonna get your head chopped off." And he's like, "No, I won't." Yeah. Like, yes, you will. That was the game. And Arthur's like, "Well, you have to finish the game." Oh, so you're dooming your 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 uh, your nephew here? Like, wait a minute. Your why didn't anyone basically. like? <laughs> and why doesn't he? Why doesn't he seem to understand that he's not going there to get like a cut? He's going See, there to get his head c- cut off, and he's not worried at all. When Gawain steps up to the challenge. King Arthur does say, like, do you understand the game? And Gawain's like, yeah, sure, I'll just strike him. Yeah. But but you can kind of tell that Arthur's like, y- yes, but think about it. And then he just lets him do whatever. He doesn't even tell him to, like, be clever or, like, no, yeah, kill he- him. He's like, okay, sure, you say you get it, then fine. Yeah. Die if you but- must. <laughs> but, but, but 
But there's there's no like other than the green eyed laughing as he rides out with his head held in his hand, like the, the uh, hi- headless. No, what's it called? Uh, yeah, the headless horseman, the Hessian yes. Uh, yes. Uh, from Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, exactly like Sleepy Hollow. Exactly. Um, there's no Only there's no like uh, uh like ominous music. Uh, it's not like this this look on his face like oh. Fuck, no realization. Up. There's no nothing. nothing. He's just like even oh, the knights oh. around them. And the knights like, celebrate. Yeah. yeah, you're like, well, this is a bad thing. You just fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> why, why is anyone reacting to this? Um, and then everyone wants him to go do it, except yeah. for his mother and Essel. Yes. Well, his mother thinks he should do it, but you know, oh, well, he careful. has to do it, but you know, yeah. be careful. And he seems like, I'll just go there and it'll be over and I'll get back. Whatever. Yeah, I'll just talk to the giant. It's probably not even real is kind of what he's doing. Yeah. Which. And I'm and I'm just wondering. So, so right, right there, you have, you have a duality. You have, um, you have some people like, say, ah, oh, yes, you're doing the honorable thing. And some other people saying like, well, is honor really as important when it, when it comes to your life? Yeah. And it's supposed to be like a not not really a devil and an angel, but like his conscience, basically. Yes. Should I do this? Is it is it worth losing my life over honor? Um, but it's it's never it that's it's never it's clear. Not ex- it's not explored or explained or even like doesn't look like he's even thinking about it. Yeah, he's just he doesn't doing seem it. To, he's just like okay, I guess I'll do it. Yeah, he's um, <laughs> yeah, um, and then he leaves on this quest, and you're thinking, ah, since this is supposed to be as uh, I don't know who said that, but uh, someone said in a uh, in review, yeah. ah, yes, uh, Clint Worthington for Consequence, who gave it ten out of ten, Ooh. said that uh, this is a deconstructing of the hero's journey in a sumptuous dark fantasy. Problem is, from the moment he leaves until the moment he gets to the Green Chapel. Which is about an hour, no more, because the more. movie is two hours. It's an hour and a half almost. Yeah, because the basically the entire movie is the journey. Yes. He does not grow as a character. He does not come to some sort of understanding. No. All all his obstacles doesn't seem to like uh, flesh him out as a character. I mean, he does show some sort of honor and chivalry when he helps Lady... Uh, Winifred. Winifred, and when he... But he shows... Tries ca- he, shows to... he shows callousness in front of, in front of uh, the, the scavengers. He's like, yes. please, please don't kill me. I'm not a knight. And he cries. Yeah. Which is like, well, well now you're not meeting your fate with, with honor held high. You're crying like a little baby. And he's trying to be honorable with the lady, but he does fail, so... Yeah, yeah, he, he does lay with another man's uh, woman, which is not okay back then. No, because they're um, Christian. And she, and, <laughs> yeah, and they even pointed out, like, ha, you're not a knight, she says after having yeah. done it. So it's like, but at the same time, I think that's what the Lord wanted, because now they can have a child, well, I don't know what the fuck that was about. I know that that part is like much more significant in the book, though. But I didn't get that far. Yes. Yeah. Because um, I then, can tell you this: the in- entire journey until he gets to the the castle where the Lord and the Lady lives yeah. is not important at all in the rest yes. of the. It's okay, not good. even mentioned it was in like the poetry. Yeah, because 
the far the far as far as I read, I was like I was almost halfway, almost almost halfway through. I lied a little bit before, almost halfway <laughs> through, and I was like, he hasn't really started the journey yet. No. But then I had read on Wikipedia that basically the only part of the journey we see is. Uh, the, the, castle. The, the house, the castle with the lord and the lady. Because so. first off, Lady Winifred is not in the poetry. That's something they've yeah. added on later. Yeah. Because it is that is an Arthurian poet Let, yes, poem yes. in itself, but they added on to flesh it out, I suppose. I'm not And the giants sure. aren't in it as The giants well. are not mentioned. No. Not is as a, a important part, at least. Is there a talking fox? Uh, not that I know. <laughs> not that yeah. I could find. Not as far as I read. No. Yeah. Um, you do have uh, his mother. Sure. <laughs> and the queen has a bigger part for some reason. Oh, okay. Because she's the only one who's supposed to be worried. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because Morgan is is in mo- many stories, Arthurian stories. She is made out to be evil, so maybe she, she wouldn't care about evil, her, yeah. her son. Yeah. But also um, in this one, she's apparently, like, testing her son. Oh, okay. So, in the original story, it's not meant to be towards Arthur, it seems. It's supposed to be towards her son to test him. Well, yeah, yeah, but in, in the beginning of, of the story, knighthood. it's supposed to feel like it's it's uh, a challenge for Arthur, but he yeah. gives it to someone else. But yeah, it is for, it is for Gawain, we understand, because yes. it's called Gawain and the Green Knight. So. Yeah. Um, and the Green Knight is, even in the poet poem uh created by morgan so it oh, is, okay okay that that part's true okay um uh you're right well just quickly then to, to finish up because none of none of his experiences along the way not not uh i mean other uh, like we said first he he is he is callous and cowardly with the scavengers he yes. is uh uh, he's he's even chivalrous. a bit mean in the beginning, though, because he doesn't even want to pay for the like help he gets at first. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, tiny detail. But yeah, still. an act of kindness, but it wasn't enough of a kindness. But I mean, because he w- didn't want to scavengers and bandits, so maybe they would have attacked him anyway. So. Yeah, but anyway, um, but he is acting very chivalrous towards Lady Winifred. Helps her to get her uh, to put her at rest. Yes. Um, but then the giants. I really feel like they're just, just there because it looks cool. Yeah. That's just a psychedelic trip. Yeah. It has to be. There's and, no point. Um, yeah, and then he he lays with the lady at the house and that I suppose is callous or or well, not right. Well, he doesn't really lay with her technically cuz he No, that's he, true. Yeah. He he ejaculates on himself, not in her. So what's like, Yeah, that's true. I think they're just grinding. She was, <laughs> she was just, yeah, she was dry humping him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more um, or less. Just to test him. Yes, to test his faith, I suppose, or like honor. Honor, yeah. But then, why is the Lord so nice to him? Well. Yeah. Anyway, well, I, I mean, I feel like you know why, or if I've read up to um, a little bit why. Um, but anyway, so all his all his encounters. During the the journey, doesn't really. They don't do anything. They don't. They don't give him greater insight. They don't. They don't. They aren't. Te- they're not really teachable moments. No. But then he gets there, and has a like. He has a flash forward to what what his life would be like if he didn't, if it didn't uh, like um, actually go honor. through with uh, yeah with honor. 
So then he didn't he, honor his promise. Yeah. So then he says, okay, I'm ready. And then I presume the Green Knight then spares him because it was just a game. That's why he just puts a finger to his neck and says, off with your head. But then he doesn't do it because the movie ends there. Yeah. Literally. Um, because, yeah, literally. Horrible, like, almost cliff cliffhanger ending. is. Just, no, I kind of like that because I like when movies end with a nice, like, but like a like a like a like some sort of comment like that. It's almost like yeah, um, I um I, I know that's kind of a movie that and not everybody likes, but Secret Window with Johnny Depp. Oh, ages since I've seen that. I don't okay. remember well, how that, it ends. That that ends. <laughs> uh, spoilers for this uh, almost twenty year old movie now. Um, but he he during the movie slowly realizes that um, uh, the, this person he's been talking to is just his his crazy inner self and he, right. he becomes crazy kills his ex-wife and her new guy um hides them under their their uh their little uh, uh lake house the police knows about it but they don't have any um any proof Oof. yeah so um the movie just ends with him being at peace he can start riding again he's working out because he managed to kill his wife he's crazy yeah. and then the movie just it just pans over his house with the looks uh, it looks it looks like you know he's put together, but he's crazy as well. So it's like disheveled but still clean, and then it just ends with him biting into an ear of corn, and then it ends. <laughs> okay, and you're like, oh, you know, I like those kind of something when you endings. do those uh, endings. I don't remember the call the name for it. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Well, you want to hear the proper story? <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell me what well, actually like, happens. A, sh- a short version. Sure, so, sure, yeah. Cut out all the things in between the traveling, but after he leaves the castle, the, the challenge is the same. Yeah, oh yeah. Although yeah, in this I, case, I, I, he's already a knight. I read that far, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he gets to the castle. I'm not sure if there's something in between, but it's not note- noteworthy. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure. It's not mentioned the way in they... any of the, like, uh, what's it called? Uh... Someone's telling you, what's the word? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. The the com- compilations or whatever. Compilations, thank you. I yeah. guess. You know what I mean. Uh, yeah. they, they all like pick up when he gets to the castle with the lord and the lady and the crone. Yeah. I'll say this. It is very descriptive, um, as far as I read. Like, there's a yeah. lot of descriptions of what people are wearing and even what they're eating. Even even in the story, the, the storyteller like makes a point to say, oh, I, I won't waste too much time talking about what food they were eating. <laughs> Just know that they were well off, so it was nice food. But I think that's what you mentioned in poetry back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, the, like, there's a lo- lot of details about what everyone's wearing. Like, yeah. The Green Knight is not just covered in green. He has, like, gold. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And his... There's gold gold uh, sewn into the hilt of the axe. And yeah. he has a bunch of pearls and, and um, jewels everywhere. Mm-hmm. Much more uh, opulent. Yeah, because so, yeah, so in the movie, would... he just looks like a tree. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wouldn't surprise me if... The, the journey from Camelot to the, the castle is like explained like, oh, he traveled far and wide and saw things, but it's not yeah, important. Probably. It's just, but it's not it's just to flesh out what it looks like. Yeah, it's not yeah. the story. So the story picks up at the castle, though. Yes. Yes. Again, no mention of, of uh, his love back at Camelot. I don't think that, it, that it, she exists. Ethel. So the no. lady he meets no. in the castle is just the lady okay. of the castle. 
and the the Lord gives him that thing, uh, gives him a challenge or a game as well. Okay. I'm going out hunting, and whatever I f- bring back will be a gift for you, and you will give me a gift of something you find in oh, the sure. castle that isn't mine. Same as in the movie, basically. Yeah. But it happens three times. Okay. The first day, the lady is trying to seduce uh, Gawain, and he refuses her, and just like to be kind, sort of, he's accepting <laughs> one kiss. Okay. So when the Lord comes back with his game, Gawain gives him one kiss, because that's what he found. That's ah, what he found okay. that wasn't his already. Sure. Second day, she uh, does her advances, and he agrees to two kisses, but no, <gasps> nothing more. Ah, yeah. And the Lord comes back with, uh, I don't remember what it is that day, and he gets two kisses from Gawain. So he gets that back as well. And then the third day, uh, Gawain refuses the lady again. But then she tries to give him a golden ring for some reason, and he refuses that. But then she says, at least take my sashel. Sash, sash. Sash. The thing. The belt, yeah. Yeah. And, she's like, and she says that it, it's magic. It will protect you against anything. And she's okay. like, okay, yeah, because I'm meeting the, the green knight. I have to have something to protect me. Sure, I'll take it. Yeah. And then also three kisses for some reason. So when the knight, uh, the Lord comes back, he gives him three kisses, but he doesn't tell about the, the, the sash. Oh, okay. And then he goes to meet the, jo- uh, the knight, the green knight. Yeah. And the green knight is the first, he, he, uh, he's about to cut Gawain's head off, but Gawain yeah. flinches. Uh, yeah, like in the movie. Like in the movie. And then the Green Knight does it again, but he misses. It's not oh. Gawain flinching, he's, he misses. And then a third try, and he nicks him. Okay. And it turns out that the Green Knight is the Lord. Oh. And the nick is only because he didn't, he didn't tell him of the sash. He was not truthful and no. honest. But he did honor his word and came all the way to the Green Chapel, so I'm not going to be too harsh on you. That's the moral, basically. So you did most of it, but you you did fail a little bit, so you get a little nick. And all of it was orchestrated by uh, Gawain's mother, who took the role as the crone to keep track of what happened in the castle with the Lord and the Lady. Oh, okay. And then he... Brings the Gawain goes back to Camelot with the green sash, and he is like forgiven by Arthur when he tells what happened. And they're like, "It's okay. You did most of the honorable things." And to keep the like remember to be honorable, they all we wear a green sash after that. Ah, okay. So it is truly just a story about being honorable. Yeah, and, and if you fail, lot- you need to like remember that and live with that forever. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense because I did read up on what other people's interpretations of the original poem is. Mm. Um, That makes a lot of sense because um, they say in the beginning of the movie that this is a chivalrous romance. Yes. Which is kind of, it's kind of like you know, when when we read ancient Greek comedies, they're not actually funny, they're pretty tragic. And um, at this point, when the, when you, a, a romance written in the 1400s was not a romantic story, it was supposed no. to be a a fantasy, basically. It has it was a, ro- a romantic retelling, uh, you know, or a romantic yes. story. And things, romantic it has, as in fantastical. 
it has elements of things that you find romantic, as in knights and ladies. Yeah, and exactly. It's not romance. Wars as in and honor. Love. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of a lot, especially in those called chivalrous romantics, the hero is supposed to be like strong and honorable, and almost in, in some instances like uh, superhuman. Yes. Like nothing can nothing can stop a knight. He can slay a hundred uh, men, and you know he can do everything. But he will display some human traits. Yes. As oh, as here, he 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 lies about the sash or the belt because um, he's afraid he'll die if he doesn't have it. Yeah. Um. I'm thinking of the in the original story. Yeah, but that's well. He he only accepts it because he's scared he might yeah. die if yeah. he doesn't and wear that- protection. And that is that is uh, by design so that anyone who reads it understands that anyone can be honorable, anyone can be heroic or chivalrous. Even even though these knights of the story are superhuman, they no are still yeah they are still human. Yeah, they are they are flawed just like a human. So you can be just as as chivalrous. You just remember yeah. that you're human. That's the point. Um, and that, that that makes so much more sense. Um, when when he doesn't have the the sash to begin with, yes. Um, and the fact that he gets the sash, and that's the one dishonorable thing he does. Yes, he lies so, about the sash. It doesn't make sense that they felt the need to. <sighs> that that's why I don't feel like the the movie is portraying the story correctly. Because in the movie, it seems like the mother is disappointed that. Gawain accepted the challenge instead of Arthur and she gives him the sash with the the magic spell in it to protect him because she can't do anything else she can't just like stop the challenge she yeah, has exactly. to do it so she yeah. gives him something that will like uh for sure make him survive it yeah and but- then the whole thing that that it's specifically the two women in his life his mother and Essel yeah. are the ones that say like maybe you shouldn't do this what is honor if you lose your head? Was literally yes. what Essel says. Yeah. Um. I, I want that. I, I. For me, just because I'm cynical, I, I saw that as some sort of like, um, that it's trying to trying to comment on like masculinity, maybe even toxic masculinity. That oh, of course, all the knights applauded him, even though he has doomed himself, and he just seems completely oblivious that he's gonna die but oh of course i have to do it it's the honorable thing yeah you gotta but, be cool yeah and the king even even though the king knows the king, like you said the king is worried but he he because yeah, he knows the king understands he, the the challenge the severity yeah but he even says but you have to do it well, you have but to. then the two women in his life say maybe you don't have to and yeah. that's why you mentioned that the fox Maybe it's his mother, because the fox also says, you don't have to, you can just run away. Yeah, and it guides him to the right thing, it guides him to safety sometimes, Yeah, keeps him company, keeps him more or less sane, except for, you know, when he eats shrooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does and- feed a mushroom to the fox, but he seems to be fine, or she seems to be fine. You don't see the fox much no, after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the well, fox that would have been see fun the giants to him, too, though. So to see him trip balls with the fox, that would have been fun. <laughs> but okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, so Did I'm, you? I'm, no, continue. Yeah, I was just gonna say. So I, I, I feel, and the most also because someone, someone mentioned that as well. Yeah, uh, I, I felt that it had, it had something not just to do with honor and 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 uh, righteousness, but it also had to do with masculinity. In the movie, uh, yes, I can agree. It feels like that a bit. Yeah. 
but that that's also such a strange that's such a strange thing. We'll get maybe more into that later. Why, why is always honor a male trait? Yeah, I don't and, and know. usually something that's supposed to be bad. Like, isn't honor a good thing? Honor is a good thing. It's supposed to be a good thing. It once again, everything is everything has been you know um, translated through so many hundred years of honor. Usually yes. meaning ah uh, the Crusades, mm-hmm. um, honor killings in some other religions. Yeah. You know, so honor isn't a good thing, but honor in its essence is a good thing. Yes, like an honorable man, as you should say, is a is a good thing. Yeah. So I honor. Mean, it's, it's kind of used derogatory when it comes to women, though, because an honorable woman is a virgin. Yeah, and stands by his, her husband's her husband, side, no whatever, matter what. Yeah, no matter what he does. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing. It's it's the the original meaning of the word has been lost because because yeah of of of. Um, uh, Mostly uh, religious uh, interpretations of it. <laughs> yeah, and since men ruled the world up until yeah. a few years ago and technically mostly still does technically um is. since th- then he, then it can be seen as a a, a male trait cuz they yeah. always talked about honor while women just stayed behind another thing that might make the movie a bit about masculinity is that Essel in the beginning of the movie mentions that he can't even get it up yeah and then so the he, lady he has to dry hunts his... him and he can't contain himself yeah so that's also like just a random note that they yeah, put in. And it's a very, that's a very really emasculating thing. Yeah. So maybe he has to prove his honor in other ways. He has to prove that he's a man. <sighs> yeah. Strangely unnecessary in an already very long movie. Again, though, yeah. visually, the movie is absolutely oh. gorgeous. Oh, sure. Yeah. On a technical level, most of it is good. Yeah. I had a big problem with the editing you did yes um let, let's let's nitpick a little bit before we continue with our interpretation um this there is gonna be some... a long episode though <laughs> yeah well i don't know it, it, it's good it's that we good. talk about this because yes I, we need i need to be thorough so that people won't just say oh you just don't understand it like with my <laughs> parasite video a couple oh, of years yeah. ago um there are some shots in the beginning when they're like going into uh, uh, the hall with the round table, yes, uh, where the king is, um, and there's these long like panoramic shots of everything. Um, when when um, when Gawain stands up from his place at the table to walk up to the king and sit down next to him, and it's yes. one continuous shot, but they do uh, um, uh, uh, cut. They do a cut. And do a like crossfade, so it almost looks like he disappears from the frame and then appears again. Oh yeah! Like, like almost like if the the that that panoramic shot of him walking up to the king is already like thirty seconds long. But when they filmed it, it was like a minute and a half. It was like, yeah, we need to shorten that. It's unnecessarily long. But they couldn't because it was just one shot. Well, there is. So they're like, maybe we'll make it look weird by doing a crossfade in the middle, and it just looks. It kind of looks like he's walking behind someone, and that's where they used it. Cuts, yeah, but, but you see him disappear see, still behind the person. Yeah, that's true. And it looks terrible. And then when the movie starts, you have this um if you're watching this on YouTube, you see our background. It's uh it's this very cool shot where mm-hmm. he is basically 
uh, where Gawain is is being crowned as the king, but then he's set aflame because you know he he's a cowardly king who who is who has doomed the, the country by being cow- very coward. gorgeous, very cool, very, scene. very nice like analogy for what the movie is about. Yes, and it's this one it's a long static shot as they're going up to him, and the crown is literally like physically uh, lower down on his head with with wires because you see it like shake at a, at a, at one point. Oh yeah. Um. So it's not like it's a three D floating CGI thing. Yeah, but it looks it's so it's so cool. Yeah. And then without, without any cuts, I mean, there's a hidden cut. They 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 uh, set him aflame, which was super cool. Yeah. And then they they pan up and you see the 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 uh, the sky through a skylight or sky skylight yeah skylight yeah skylight. Um, and then the next shot is also a static shot of some animals and you see a house on fire. There's a drunkard sitting there and some people walking into frame, um, uh, running away with a horse. And then there's this long pan back in through a window and you see Gawain's shoulder and his face. He's sleeping. And it's just like oh it's gonna be. It's going to be one of those movies. A lot of static shots, uh, which is in the trailer. A lot of, like, big static shots. Very, very deadpan, like we just, yeah. the, a lot of the acting is. Um, uh, very reminiscent of um, another of these modern masterpieces, uh, The Witch. You've right. seen The Witch, right? Yes. Yeah. We very, saw lo- it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot, a lot of... St- <laughs> that, is, that is a great movie. That's like yes. a 10 out of 10, I'm just saying. Um so I thought it was going to have that kind of aesthetic, but with a lot of, like, religious iconography with the, the chapels and uh, the crown and his scepter and everything. But then the next few mo- minutes of him waking up and going through the, the whorehouse and the town and, uh, into the castle, it almost feels like... Um, it reminded it reminded me a lot of, of the other Arthur movie that came out a few years ago with Charlie Hunnam. Uh, that, right. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who made uh, Snatch and Lockstock, Guy Pierce. Yes. Yeah. No, not Guy Pierce. No, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, no, that's the actor. Sorry. Uh, fuck. What's his name? Hold on. Snatch. <laughs> uh, Guy it's Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Guy Ritchie. He made a King Arthur movie a few years ago that was universally panned. Um, because it was it if if it, it felt like a Guy Ritchie movie that took place in the in the Middle Ages, which, and yeah, which it, it, it was weird. Is. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it has that it has this this cool Cockney vibe, but it's supposed to be yeah. Arthurian times. Anyway, um, but the way it was shot and him like being like kind of like quippy and like saying hello to all the to all the other whores living in the whorehouse and yeah and it's all it's all kind of fast paced yeah it just it just felt um it it the movie opened up in such a artsy fartsy way but in a good way and then you have this like it looked like a disney movie or something but with cooler lighting it was just so weird and and he did not act uh he acted like a normal person even though Everyone else is so, uh, or later in the movie, everyone else is so, it's it's so specifically directed to feel like, yeah, deadpan, the stoic almost. Yeah, that, just felt yeah, like that... a real movie, that scene, and the music too, like, felt like, oh, they want to show him off as like a debonair kind of, you know, uh, uh, roguelike character, you know? That doesn't come back, though, in the rest of the movie. No, after that, he's very like, weird. Uh, yeah. In the rest of the, the movie, he's kind of a coward, and... and... 
timid almost. Yeah, and that's what I mean. There's so, so already in the first ten minutes, because ex- as soon as he enters uh, the king's uh, chamber and sit down at the round table, you have all the 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 the, the, the static shots. Everyone's very yeah. stoic and deadpan, especially the king and the queen. They look like they're dying. Yeah, which they are. I mean, which they are, yeah, yeah. They're supposed to be kind of old, but they look like they're about to, like, keel over right then and yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it, and that doesn't fit at all with how the movie was just two minutes earlier. No. Um, There's three very distinct, like, juxtapositions in the first f- 15 minutes, even. What's the third? You have the... Well, you have the, the very... You have the quiet, stoic, very artsy intro... Yeah. And then you have this quick, quippy, weird thing. And then you just have... It's not artsy. It's just quiet and stiff. Okay, yeah. The when the part. king speaks yeah. of uh, why way they celebrate Christmas yeah. and he's so happy to have everyone. Yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. Because it's yeah. not as artsy and beautiful as the first No, not shots. as much. But uh, um, It's trying to be, but it's not even close. Yeah. And it's also, like I said, I haven't seen Old Man and the Gun and I haven't seen... Um, Whatever the dragon movie was called, Pete's Dragon. Pe- Pete's Dragon, yeah. Um, and maybe those those are more uh, like natural, quippy. like qui- <laughs> yeah, qui- quippy or more feeling like more natural, like regular people talking, I mean, not just everyone stiff. Pete's Dragon probably is because it's a kids yeah. movie and a Disney movie, so yeah, probably. And I'm pretty sure Old Man of the Gun is as well. I've seen the trailers and I've, I've heard people talk about it. Um, but this, but those, those feel, those doesn't feel like his projects. Pete's Dragon obviously was just he was a director for hire. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that Old Man and the Gun is based on a book, and I'm not even sure he wrote it. So maybe that was also just a, um, like he was uh, someone. Like, oh, you could direct this for us. Now, well, he did right. write it with um, another another um, writer. Yeah, but. The Green Knight, he wrote and directed himself, so it's it's all him. It's basically. his project, yeah. It's a yeah. passion project, and um, and a ghost story is as well. It's 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 his writing, his directing. Um, I haven't that, seen it. And that so is I no, yeah, that is all static shots. It's all super quiet. People just standing, not talking for minutes on end. I mean, so, you do have shots like that later on in The Green Knight, specifically like when he's leaving Camelot. And he's just riding straight forward. He doesn't react to the children running after him. You hear once they stop screaming at him, it's just quiet. Yeah, I just hear the and hoofs. It's very pretty. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, that is shot with um. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what they use, but I'm I'm pretty sure they're 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 riding in front of him on uh. And the, the the camera's on a crane, I'm pretty sure, or or it could just be that they're driving someone who's holding it in a steady cam, because the shot is swaying. It's not a it's not a yeah, static a shot. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering, like, would that would have would it have been better if it was? Imagine imagine if it was just uh, a shot of, of like the endless landscape, one still shot, him riding in to the frame. And like looking like worried, like, oh, here it begins. I'm literally riding towards my death. And then riding out of the frame and like the camera just panning towards him or something. Yeah, yeah, that that might have worked better, actually. 
Because that's the kind of static and very rigid shots they had earlier in the movie. Yeah. Uh, also, the entire shot of him just ignoring the children doesn't really make sense, to be honest. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It just feels uncomfortable. And why was it that long? The, the, these are technical nitpicks. Um, but it just it just... And, I, and like I said, I've only seen one other movie he made, so I'm not, a, uh, I'm not an expert on his style. But it just didn't seem to fit. No. There were so many different styles. And I'm like, and okay, oh, so he's he's good at different styles. But yeah, but you need to have a a like cohesive style. Consistency <laughs> in, in the style of the movie. Make different movies if you want to do different styles. Yeah, if you want to make a, a, a quippy, you know, more naturalistic movie, yeah, you make Old Man and the Gun. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm looking at the trailer now. That's what it looks like. It looks <laughs> natural. Yeah. And if you want to make this strange... Uh, uh, deconstruction Artsy. of the hero's journey in this in a sumptuous dark fantasy, then make it look like that. Don't make it all of a sudden have a supernaturalistic shot in there, um, which then then mix that with like uh, red and green lighting when people talk and voices being modulated to sound demonic. Yeah, which, which I don't think it really did. It's just to give an effect to us watching it. Yeah, also <laughs> has no point in the story because in the story. The Green Knight says the thing himself. Yeah, that's And the queen Why? just gets worried because she truly understands the quest or the game. Yeah. Why did and the queen have to be included in that? It's so unnecessary. I'm, I'm thinking that is an interpretation of his. That because yeah. she, after she has read the, the notes with the, the rules of the game, she collapses. Yeah, that's So true. she is worried. And she I, truly understands it. Yeah. She could feel it, I suppose. But I mean, you could have the same effect if the knight said it. Yeah, you could just have her be like hypnotized by it and then collapse. Yeah, like everyone else was basically just staring at him. Yeah, and so so there, it just feels like it was more pretentious to have her under a green light with her eyes rolling back and her voice sounding like a demon, because it looked yeah. cool and it felt cool, but it didn't add anything to the story. No, and they did fail with one editing thing there. Because you could oh? see that she was wearing contacts. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't notice that. You could see the line. Oh, okay. <laughs> to cover her, her yeah. iris and pupil. Like, yeah. Oh, come on! You could have edited that out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so there's and there's a lot of those things, and then like we said, what is the point of the giants? What there, is? Th- it has. Is it no has. Point. It has no comparison in the original story. None and that's they don't, noteworthy, at least. Yeah. Well, do they mention giants? Not in the ones I've read. Oh, okay, okay. But I didn't read the full story, so maybe they are mentioned. Yeah. But obviously they're not part of the like plot, or, or they're not important. Yeah. So why would you add that in an already two-hour-long movie? Yeah, and, and the same thing with with, uh, with the, 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 the scavengers, the, the bandits. Yeah. They don't add anything to the hero's journey. And like... like uh, all they do is reset him to zero, which yeah. they could have just given him zero in the beginning. You didn't have to give him the stuff. Exactly. And as... Uh, what was his name? Uh, Clint uh, Worthington no, it- said... Clint Worthington said that David Lowry deconstructs the hero's journey. Like, when does he deconstruct it? He doesn't. There is really isn't a hero's journey because the hero's journey is that you're 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 
your your faith now your faith and your honor usually are two things that are supposed to be tested during the journey yes and you're supposed to you know the the hero must must you know um he must succeed in these tests with, with his honor intact to yeah. the, so that he can become the hero he's supposed to be and he's Luke supposed Skywalker. to be like very close to failing but then still you know getting past it yeah and then in the end he has the the, the journey has taught him what is the right and just thing to do it's the climb. <laughs> yeah, that is that is literally the hero's journey. Yeah, the hero's journey has has been around for a long time. There's like there's depictions of the hero's journey in like uh, in Greek mythology. Yeah, um, obviously. But uh, Joseph Campbell, if you want to talk about deconstructing the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell did that in um, uh, the Hero with a Thousand Faces. I think it's called. It's a book. Um, it's literally like a textbook about the hero's journey. Oh. Um and and um, you y- you have classic examples like Luke Skywalker or like uh, uh, Bruce Wayne in Batman Begins. It's a yeah. classic hero's journey. This one doesn't have that. This one doesn't have that. And then I'm wondering when 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 Clint Worthington says that he deconstructs the hero's journey, does he mean that he pick it apart and meticulously show each piece, or that he just actually uh? picks it apart and does something different with it because if he does something different with it it doesn't work because Gawain is not a hero ever until the very end he doesn't do anything to grow there is no arc there's nothing every every piece of like development comes in the last 10 minutes yeah you literally only have like you have the scavengers that reset him to zero and then you have him showing that he's a good guy he's not gonna try and rape and kill the lady who's already dead. Uh, yeah, yeah. But both of those things are not part of the original story, so they, they do not serve a purpose. Yeah, and they, they even if they're supposed to serve a purpose here, they just prove that, well, in one moment he is cowardly, and in another he is chivalrous. Yeah. So he it can be both already. With. Yeah, he can be both already. So none of, the, none of those... Uh, moments make him grow as a as a person or as a character, no. and the giants literally do nothing. I'm pretty sure that is just because it looks. It was a very. It looked awesome. It yes on a visual it, level, it was amazing, but it didn't add anything. It also to the story. it like left me going like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. I was like, oh, so there are giants in the world? I mean, sure, you've heard of giants in the night oh, stories sure, yeah. and stuff, but they but don't, we don't see any these, other fantastic these beings. Giants looked like. Um, the 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 alien people in Prometheus? The alien prequels, yeah, Prometheus. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, but they, they look just like uh, them, like black the, instead of blue. Yeah, the prequel human or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, yeah. The 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 Prometheus, the blue dudes from Prometheus yeah. that create Earth and other planets. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Also, I think when when he stumbles into the castle, the lord stands like at the top of the stairs. He kind of looks like the be- a beast of some sort, but that's also like fantastical. But he isn't. He's just a human, so I don't yeah. know. Or maybe that was just supposed to be like a hint at the fact that the lord is actually the green knight in the, uh, the yeah, book but or the poem. That's also a thing. When we lo- when watch the movie, when the the Green Knight wakes up. The camera is very, for for a very long time, just focusing on the Green Knight's face yeah. as as um, 
uh, light switches uh, travels across his face. Yeah. It looks like it's changing shapes sometimes. And that's another thing, because the movie is psychedelic from time to time. And yes. I, I kind of wish it was more psychedelic. But once again, there is no consistency of tone here. <laughs> um, but yeah, but that's what happens. When you look at something for a long time, it it starts shifting. Yes, I was wondering, is that supposed to be shifting? Because then it would have been maybe, oh, it is the Lord. Mm. But... I don't they think don't it actually revealed that. So I no, it? I don't think it's actually shifting. I don't. I just think that he held the camera on the night long enough for your eyes to make it start yeah. shifting. Because uh, it would have made sense. So you if, will start if, questioning it. Yeah, it would have made sense if it was like, oh, because it is the Lord. But they don't do that. They didn't tell you that part of the story. No, and it's not. It's not Joel Edgerton who plays the Lord. No, it's, it's not. It's uh, Ralph Innocent does the voice. Yeah. I'm not sure who was in the because it is a mask and it is a suit. It's, and it's, it's a not, huge it's not human. A, yeah, it's it's, it's a not a CGI uh, ca- character. It's an actual person in there, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but I don't know who plays the Green Knight. It's not Ralph Innocent because he's like very tall and lanky, and the knight is very broad. Yeah. But that they doesn't really they don't doesn't really matter. Show that really. Yeah. They do, however, show that the giants are a bunch of different people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, you can see that they're real people because of their their skin texture. They don't look CGI at all. There's seven people ca- like credited as giants. Okay, yeah. All women, I think. It looked like there was one guy. They were they weren't yeah. naked, but it looked like one guy or at least one of them didn't have breasts. So like, there, one there guy is maybe. one name that I'm not entirely sure if it's male or female. So I mean, oh, okay, well, could maybe, be. Yeah. One of and also, also <laughs> oh, that sounds very Swedish. Yes. Um, and one of them. Did you notice that one of them was holding a baby? There was a yes. giant baby as well. That yes. was cool. <laughs> um, Strange. Yeah, but once again, that had nothing to do with anything. So no. that looked that looked cool. Wow, what a cool picture! Wow, what a cool product! Yeah. Um. Yeah. But it also ended up being so stupid. Yeah. And then, so, so his 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 fate was not really tested no. on the journey. It was tested when he chose to take off the sash and accept his fate. Yeah. That's the only time he proves anything or shows anything, basically. But then I'm wondering, since since there's only there's one he he gives the the lady one kiss yes. in the in the castle. So maybe that was just supposed to be one of the challenges, and the the bandits and Lady Winifred were the two other challenges. Yes, but it, I it so seems like, maybe like that. maybe we maybe we're missing something. But I'm trying to like what well, Lady were Winifred the tests? works. That, yeah, that's, that's that seems test. like a test. You can you can tell that sure. that's a test. Sure, but the bandits. No, what is the test there? His to test his resilience. If he would have paid them first, uh, uh, straight yeah. away, would he they have do, not been. Robbed? They do show him. They do a they do a nice like three sixty pan of the forest, and they come back to his body um, when it's just a skeleton yeah. still being still being bound and gagged. But then they go another uh, three sixty, yeah, backwards, and you see, oh, he's still alive. I'm like, okay, yeah. But and what's that's, the point that's of that? That's when he that's when he decides like I have to get out of here, and he sees the sword and uses it to cut himself free. So is that as just like with the 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 Green Knight ending? Is that just him realizing what could happen if he doesn't take action? I, 
I don't know, because that is that is such a that's such a surface level test. It's just like, oh, do you have the strength to carry on? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't a test of his faith. <laughs> uh, faith. It wasn't a test of his. It was just a physical is a, test. Is it a test in his like faith in himself? But it's I still a very strange choice then, because the faith in himself could have been like, okay, you're offered comfort and, and joy for the rest of your life or you could honor your promise that would yeah. have been more obvious and more clear I guess and but no he's just you're bound yeah and you have or, nothing or will you continue if it's well, supposed to be yeah. if, if you want to make it a test about honor since the whole movie is about honor why not let him then uh, because he's so he's so angry that they took his stuff they took his horse and everything that he he seeks them out with the sword and he's about to kill them but then he he uh, he spares them because he's an honorable man but no they don't appear again they're just or, gone or like why not give him like he's standing at a crossroads either he go back and just screw the entire mission or he's Honoring his promise, and you will meet the green. The, I was about to say green giant again. Night, <laughs> yeah, in the I chapel. I don't. I anything don't but just being bound would have been a clearer decision. Yeah, making stuff, whatever, like a proper hinder, hindrance, yeah. hindrance, yeah, hindrance, obstacle, obstacle. Yeah, anything but just being bound, because just yeah. being bound is the easiest thing to get out of and then continue from. Yeah. Cause it's, in this case. Yeah, it, there's no metaphor there. It's just him no. being physically restrained. Yeah. Um, and then, but then there is another thing. Because throughout his journey, like, he early on loses all his food, his shield, his axe, um, his horse. And he, after that, he, he is, uh, he gets lost in the forest. That's how he finds, or that's how he stumbles upon Winifred's house. Yes. Um, and because he does his chivalrous thing there, he does get his axe back. Yes, he gets the axe back. Though. The axe back. Yes. Um. So, but then but after he that, he's it. Uh, uh, no. But after <laughs> that, he still struggles. Like he is so he is so starved that he eats mushrooms, which is obviously like dangerous. You yeah. can just pick mushrooms. You never know what kind of mushrooms you find. Mm. Um. Um, and the same thing. He he asks for help from the giants, and the the fox stops him from getting the help. Like, is it supposed to be a physical like journey? Then because he gets, and I mean, when he re- when he uh gets to the castle, he literally like falls down on he, the floor yeah, when he gets he in. Like he is so physically exhausted and starving that he just collapses on the floor. It could be that he has it, to show physical strength. I don't know. But is the journey then just a physical test? Because then that I mean contradicts the story again. Since I mean, he uh, since a chivalrous romance is supposed to be about a superhuman person, a, a hero that can best anyone in, when it comes to physical yeah. feats. It's his honor and his duty and his chivalry that is tested not his not a physical test so that way it not doesn't even, work either no it sh- even if it would have been like the mental journey of of continuing it's still not what a knight needs to be tested on because a knight needs to be tested on what he would do towards others not yeah. towards himself and this is all either a physical or a mental just you have to keep going yeah but that all knights know that you just have to keep going they don't give up 
And then I had I had another interpretation of part of it at least, and that uh-huh. is um, also why you see Morgan uh, create the knight. And as you said, it almost feels like she wants Arthur to 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 yeah. uh, attack the knight, um, because just as she we see her and her other witch ladies start creating the, sisters, the knight. I think. You uh, what? The sisters. I think. The sisters. Yeah, they're witches or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, Arthur is talking about um, how the, he's so happy to be surrounded by these knights, his friends, who uh, who have helped him uh, like uh, create this land and who brought the Saxons to their knees. Saxons being, you know, the the natives of England, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um. Uh. Because the uh, the original Arthur, if there was one, is supposed to have been a Roman uh, general. Yes. Arturo. Yeah. So, uh, uh, a colonizer. Yeah. So you have you have <laughs> white people, white men, genociding uh, uh, an indigenous um, uh, people and taking over their land. Oh and, yeah, and Morgan is supposed to be Saxon. Yes, that's why she ha- she's a druid. She's part of you know she's magic. Yeah. And that's that's what Saxons were doing. They were savages. Did they cast them dark skin because of that? I don't know. If, if that is the way it's kind of stunt casting, I just thought they took the, took him because first of all, yeah, it is a little stunt casting to have uh, an Indian guy play uh, a, a British knight. But it's also just maybe yeah. hopefully they picked him because he was the right man for the job. Because he's a great actor. Yeah. Uh, but there might be some, yeah. there might be a reason Jeez. for that, yeah. Because also when you think about it, a lot of the like um, uh, background people, most of them are white. There are a few. Most are white. There are a few. The sisters seem to, they a couple of them uh, look kind of Mediterranean, and you had they the one, have the, the only skin. one, the only one who had a name, Helen, is played by Anais Rizzo, um, and um, she's from Italy. So, yeah, yeah, Mediterranean, yeah. Um, and mother, uh, well, yeah, mother. Oh, yeah, Morgan, yeah, Sarita Chudri, yeah. Yeah. Which, I I recognize her, but I don't know what she's from. I've seen oh, things, but I cannot mention uh, what. Uh, she's in uh, Hunger Games Mockingjay. Right. But I, yeah, I've seen her in Lady in the Water. Um, I think but, I've seen her in, like, uh, TV shows as well. Yeah, she's in a lot of TV shows. Yeah. Anyway, um, I didn't even think of that until you mentioned it. That they they that seems sort of racist. No, no, it's it, <laughs> not, racist, not, not if they're, not if they're trying to tell a story of colonization. But they don't mention it. Yes, but no, they don't. Mm, but they do. That's the thing. As she creates the Green Knight. He oh, he yeah. talks about them defeating the Saxon Saxons and and p- putting them to their knees. Yeah. That's um and true. Con- literally conquering the land. And the first people he meets is is uh, Barry Keoghan on the on the battlefield where he says that ah yes, I heard the king slayed 960 uh, uh like people himself. Like oh really nine hundred huh like it's an embellishment yeah um and and he talks about how his brothers 
are somewhere in this the the, the bandit Barakeon. Yeah, he says talks about his brothers, brothers are like, somewhere in this field, and I would have been too if it wasn't for my mother. Like like, and and you you, you later see um, when he's traveling. Um, I don't know if that's when he's traveling back because he's on his horse. You see them. Him. He. He's riding past uh, a clearing where they have cut down all the trees of the land. They're literally raping the land by yeah, cutting down the trees. True. So is no, it that's a, when he's leaving Camelot. That's when he's leaving Camelot. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Is it? And the, the further he travels in towards the land. Um, the more wild it, it becomes, and he sees the yeah. the he sees the the big trees. He sees the wonders of nature, which are the giants. And uh, I mean, when he gets to the green <sighs> chapel, it's literally like bathed in like amber sunlight, and it's yeah. super beautiful. And it is a Christian chapel because you see the cross, but it's all covered in moss and vines, kind of like the lady nature, talked about. Yeah, yeah, she mentions like, oh, after all your your honor and bravery and killing, it'll all be covered in green because it all yeah, green always. Whole- Green always uh, um, is is always uh, uh, like it's it's sustained while your yeah. while your red and blue Nature disappears. Nature will always with, come back. Exactly. Yeah. So is it then he, he's trying to cram in a story about like is is it like uh, not anti-colonialism because colonialism is basically over. I mean, technically it isn't, but uh, I know what is, you mean. Is, yeah. is it is it the typical like we need to. It's a typical. It's it's like it's like the white guilt thing. Like, oh, we are we are the the dirty oppressors of this world, and we need we need to. Uh, uh, th- this is this is a, a comment on that. Maybe not, maybe, not maybe like anti, but like him commenting on on acknowledging uh, that the shit happened. Basically. Yeah, and all these the all this talk about honor and glory for these basically mass mass murderers and colonizers. Holy shit. See, I didn't see all that. The only reason why I thought that the that Morgan wanted the king to accept it is because when she casts the spell, you see two tiles that she has before her. It's uh, one of the king and one of the queen. Yeah. That's like that's all I got. <laughs> that, yeah, but that that's that's how I interpret it. And I was just like that, that makes is, sense though. That it may it makes sense. And also, then it makes even more sense that he 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 does this while in in under the the guise of one of the most like uh, well known Arthurian poems. Yeah, because this is a super famous Arthurian poem. So literally taking uh, a story about Arthur, the colonizer, the genocider, and <laughs> telling a story about uh, uh, how how all that stuff is bad, basically. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, that's. Just- I mean, that's that's honestly though, that's a better moral to the movie than honor in general. Yeah, but then I I I but that and and sure that is that is um if if you if you like that kind of stuff that's a good thing, I I I I don't. I don't like being political, and I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> like when you take a story like this and make it political, because making it a political stance or making it a political commentary ruins it. Sure, Usually, sure, yes, sure. What they did back then, all of it wasn't good, but the no. stories we tell are supposed to be, you know, they're they're stories about good people, 
and yeah, and, we want to we want to hear about the glorious stuff. We don't want to hear about them being bad. Yeah, and and then, then but that's also the, this whole thing that basically everything before three years ago, everything a white person did was a bad thing, and we're still doing bad things. So every legend, every like old folk tale, everything could just be well. They were they were they were white colonizers. They were white genociders. They were they were they were, they were racist. They were they were um, oppressors. There are no old stories of glory and honor that you can tell anymore. Without being racist. Without being racist. So. No, I guess not. Jesus. That was, was my doorbell. doorbell? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a sign that we should wrap this up. Yeah, we've been going for almost two hours. Yeah. But I, I, I just think because, because. I think stories, 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 stories that tell the true history of what 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 people did, what what Westerners did in the rest of the world, they are important. We did a bunch of bad yes. stuff, but yes, um, but that that can be that can be told in a much much more uh, fa- factual way, and in a in a in a like uh, uh, in in a, in a modern way, like. T- taking a story like this and and uh, uh, like disguising a story about that stuff as a fantasy story, I think ruins it. Yeah, it's it's a bit. You could have just kept it as is. You didn't have to put in a second like moral and, and make it even deeper than what it is. Because yeah. the the poet the poetry is a story about honor and, and yeah. Chivalry, a, and that's what it should have been. It's but not. Then, a, it's not a story about how uh, the Ar- Arthur killed all the Saxons and, and no. raped the land. I'm not there even are sto- sure there are that's stories mentioned. About that. Yeah, there are stories about that, and sure, then you can yes. retell those stories. But this is specifically a story about honor. This is about Gawain and the Green Knight, and his yeah. o- him honoring his promise to the Green Knight. So, so all y- the other stuff was kind of unnecessary. Yeah. So you sure, shoving your politics a... into it ruins it. I think it ruins the story, but it made for a very beautiful, visually beautiful movie. Sure. Yeah. But that's all that. That's the only saving grace, basically. I mean, some of the acting was, most of the acting was great. Yeah. Considering what they were supposed to do. But yeah, it's mostly just visually pleasing. If you had no dialogue, it would have been an even better movie. <laughs> yeah, that could have worked. Because it would have been beautiful. And if and then if you but then if you really want to tell a story about that kind of stuff, make it first of all make that the main thing because now yes. the main thing when the movie ends, it is just about him. I uh, obviously did not even pick up on that thing. Yeah, yeah, um, and and the in the end, it is just about his honor and his uh, his co- him being a coward or not. Yeah, because it ends with him accepting his fate, and the Green Knight just saying, "Off with your head!" Yeah, and 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 sparing him. Yeah. So so what what was the what was the, in the end? What was the moral of the story then? Was it? colonizers white people bad or honor good or is it both but like halfway through the movie the whole the whole colonizing is bad white genocide bad not white, genocide um bad <laughs> white people got it disappeared yeah because doesn't come it, back it's not even like like uh, the saxons forgave 
Arthur because the guy who went on the quest was part Saxon. Yeah, and so. and he does in his in his uh, flash forward, he does become king, but yeah. he's a bad king. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe maybe. <laughs> okay, now I'm just I'm just pulling this out <laughs> of my ass, but um, maybe then it's about oh, if I'm as cowardly as the other knights uh, or the or Arthur, I will be as bad of a king, and the kingdom will fall. Therefore, I ha- I I the Saxon. The the brown man. <laughs> now I'm gonna sound <laughs> racist, but um, uh, ha- have to be the honorable one, and he, because he's the one who takes on the challenge. And even though people tell him not to, even though that is the woman and his his Saxon mother tells him not to be the on take the honorable way, I will do it. It's it's all it's all mixed messages. Holy shit, and there's so much more you can probably read into all of this if you want to nitpick, but Jesus Christ, that is not coming across clearly enough for idiots like me to get it. Yeah. But then... Oh, we we talked about... Because our dad wanted to come see this with us at he first. Would've, he would have hated it. He would have hated it. He wouldn't have understood a word of what happened. Yeah, yeah. He might have thought some things were pretty, but other than that, he would have just been annoyed by not understanding anything. Yeah. So common, like, mere mortals will not get any of the messages of this movie. Yeah, which goes completely against what a chivalrous romance is about. Yes, because it's, it's, it's supposed to, to be a moral story, a moral tale. That the, even the plebs will understand. Yeah, it's written for the plebs. Yeah. Yes. Um, Holy shit, we need to round this off. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, just just f- uh, finishing up then. Like, I, I like ambiguous stories like this. But as we've talked before, there has to be on the surface level, the story still needs to make sense. Yes. Like like if you're if you're just looking at the story, it has to make sense. Yes. This one doesn't. No. What is the point of Winifred? What is the point of the bandits? What is the point None. of the Lord and the Lady? It has not they have metaphorical points, if as we've discussed, but in the story, what is the point? None. So we come back to the perfect example then, Mother, from 2017, it, which is just metaphors and themes and like subtext. There right. is no, um, uh, 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 over, there is no surface level plot. This one has a surface level plot, but it's not good. No. And that that's and that's why it doesn't work for me. And I think that's the final verdict. It's. It has no. It's it has, it has a plot. It has. It's trying, but it's just not good. Yeah. It's and trying very hard, but it's just not good. Yeah, and all, and also even even after we even even after we figured this out, if this was this was our interpretation or my interpretation, now that you know this, the whole thing with colonizing and genocide and all that, yeah. does that make the movie better for you? Not really. Yeah. So ultimately. The movie then failed. Because I shouldn't have to have a two-hour-long discussion to no, get it. Exactly. That 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 should like you should sit like twenty minutes after the movie, like oh so oh yeah. oh yeah no but nothing movie, came yeah. to mind. <laughs> yeah. That's why I had a problem with the movie that came out last year called "I'm Thinking of Ending Things." It was a good movie, um, but I had to watch like an, an hour-long video. Uh, afterwards and explained like exactly what it was to about or at least, like, or at least his interpretation I was like oh that makes so much sense yeah but I was like but I couldn't enjoy that while watching the movie yeah. so it was too cryptic no. too pretentious 
Yep. This one is verdict. Too pretentious. Too pretentious, unfortunately. I was yeah. really hoping this was be was gonna be one of my favorite movies of the year. But as it is now, nah. It's still a nah. good it's a good movie, but I'm not gonna watch it again. No. I might for for um to analyze it. Analyze it. But I'm not gonna like, oh I really want to watch this again. It's so beautiful. No. No, no it's eh. not just pure entertainment. You can't watch it just to be entertained. You will no. watch it to analyze it. Exactly. That's the only reason. So uh yeah. That's yeah. uh, that's the Green Knight, and uh, if anyone <laughs> want to say that, oh, we you just don't get it, we have been discussing it for almost two hours now. If there's still something we don't understand, please tell us. Please. Um, I'm actually gonna clip my my whole story, my whole idea about uh, Arthur being a, a genocider and colonizer. I'm gonna clip that and make it his own video just to see what people say, instead of Do making that. a video about it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. However. Uh. For next week, you had an idea to talk about a new movie, right? I wanted to. I wanted to talk about Infinite. Infinite, yes, the movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, and a few other yeah celebrities. To be honest, that kind of went under the radar. Yeah, and I want to know why. Yeah, uh, so we we probably will check that one out. It won't be as cryptic. It won't take us two Hopefully. hours to figure it out. Probably. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Um, but also, um, we will continue our Green Knight, or at least our David Lowry discussion, um, in the next... On Patreon. Pa- yeah, on Patreon. Uh, every Monday we record a Patreon-exclusive episode. So, we're gonna watch, uh, we're gonna watch A Ghost Story, um, and we probably will continue discussing, uh, The Green Knight as well. Uh, Elements will obviously crossover yes so that's if kind of the thing <laughs> that's kind of the thing yeah with the with the with the uh, patron episodes they're supposed to be companion episodes yeah so if you want to hear that please check us out on patreon.com slash don't make a scene and for just three bucks a month you will get uh, weekly uh, companion patron exclusive episodes yes. as well as commentary tracks exclusive videos and a uh, bunch of other things a bunch of other stuff so please support also- us over there Check out our socials. Links, yes. links are everywhere, basically. Links are everywhere. So for 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 the Spotify and Apple. For news and updates, it's Instagram and Twitter mostly. Yeah, mostly mostly Instagram though. I gotta say, you're very good at Instagram. I'm not that good at Twitter, but. <laughs> so please We're check trying. us out there as well. Yeah, um, and we'll see you hopefully on Monday, but I'm guessing uh, at least Thursday for yeah. in- Infinite. But until then, um, have a good one. Bye. Bye. The spoiler cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It's hosted by Tobias Anderbeke Vidin, produced by Tobias Vidin. Executive producer is Annika Vidin. Direction and sound editing by Tobias Vidin. A big thank you to all our supporters over on Patreon for keeping this show going. Rasmus Jonsson, Laura Kinney, Mom and Dad.